coffee drinkers. Yes, that note you hear fading out. It's some of the mayhem from my pedal board, which I've actually plugged in to the recorder. It's far from an ideal recording situation for the podcast, I must say. A little, uh, little hissy, unfortunately. I'm only using a Zoom H, what is this thing, H6, whatever it's called. Um, but this is my life right now, getting ready for the recordings. Oops, there's the friends a bit. I'm working on the stereo rig, so I figured I would share a little bit of that with you today. As I wish I should take a photograph of the setup right now, I'll send it to you. My phone is perched on my knee here because I'm controlling the H9 with it. The mix of the reverb here and just whether it's on and off. I'm also kind of really digging the uh, the um, dynamic hall in the HX Stomp XL. I think that's quite nice for the natural sound of the bass. And uh, it, what it's telling me is that I need to warm up. Warm up and do more work, I think, is the name of the game here. I've got to get used to this new preamp, the new uh, BP1 from Caveman. So that's... I wish I had a setup where I could bypass it and give you sort of the AB of the clean, but it's in the chain. It's in series, so it's just uh, kind of helping, helping out with the natural sound here. And probably... Uh, is a little bit too much for this rinky-dink little zoom recorder, if, I, if I'm honest. And probably, let's see which side, yeah. The right side is a little low. i try and match it with the left. Oh. Yeah, being your own mix engineer with the wrong gear in real time. Yeah, it's peaking a little bit, which is a shame, because I wish I could set it up to give you a really clean and clear overview of what's going on um a few things i'm really excited about trying out are these um Pladask electric uh elements one in either side of the stereo chain so i've got the fabricat which is this sound right here actually i'd love to know what's peaking there that's a shame. I wonder if that's my headphones. It doesn't show anything peaking on the VU meter, so I'm actually I'm hoping that's my headphones. Um, either way, you get a little flavor of that down one side, and then no trails on that, which is a bit of a bummer. I have to be careful of that in the studio. I don't want to cut that off. I have to really let that ring out before I disengage it. Then I've got the backlings. Not dissimilar, actually, the way I have it set, but a slightly different flavor in the other side. It's literally just the backlings, and that's with no pitch shifting. If I put the pitch to go up the octave, you get all these other kind of granular synth ideas happening. And when you're piping that into a reverb, let's give that a little bit of space. Especially when you're coming with a 
maybe even some harmonizer. It's a little aggressive on the mix, but that's yeah, that's with the that's with all the octave up stuff. Dial back the reverb. Then kind of pump some dark world through there for some modulation. Just kind of momentary. Yeah, digging all these combinations to ultimately kind of lead to me being able to create beautiful ambient pads and sort of uh, beds of, you know, starting points for, for songs and improvisations and kind of cinematic soundscapes. And the only reason I could really justify getting an episode of the podcast done today was if I uh, actually did a little bit of practice and maintenance uh, while I talk to you guys and girls, coffee drinkers, um, because that has been a little bit lacking. Obviously, been in obviously been in dad mode, pretty hardcore. Uh, so. The, the practice time is a little a little few and far between right now. Just want to take the mix down on that reverb so it's not so it's just a little bit of space to practice against, not necessarily the full blown out cinematic thing. Um, so kind of a few things like this that have, have really been a staple in my daily maintenance uh, work. Man, I really hope that peaking is not my fault. I really hope it's the headphones because that just goes to show how important it is to hire the right people for the job <laughs> when you go to make a record or whenever you go to produce something of any quality, especially when you guys, and again, I got to thank you so much for this, for showing up as hard as you have on this pre-sale for the album. Like half the reason I wanted to make the podcast today was just to talk about that sort of mental state that it's put me in um it's like is really really positive i've mentioned that a couple of times in the, over the past 10 days that it's like the motivation level is just off the charts now um knowing that there are so many people out there engaged in the process and are kind of along for the ride with me which is that's phenomenal um and then there's the definitely and it, i think this is there regardless of where the audience is or how engaged or involved the audience is or not there's always a certain amount of fear that goes into heading to the studio especially on a project like this you know with it, it's not like um the it only happens once uh, sessions in new york 10 years ago where there was literally not a single note of music written it's not it's not that there are ideas and there are sketches and there are um sort of outlines and melodies and chord progressions and things that we will develop as a trio in the moment that will be compositions rather than just improvisations um but there is a huge improvisational element to the whole project so there's definitely some fear in there those thoughts creep in like oh well what happens if what happens if it doesn't happen 
you know those those thoughts have definitely crept in um which which can be scary i guess uh when you're this committed um but those those haven't lasted long they were momentary and i was able to remind myself that oh well actually you did this uh with zero music written and came out with enough music for eight albums so i have to remind myself that i've already done that completely improvised never mind the the music i'm like actually writing for this project that we're going in there that we absolutely will record that will all be you know viable options for the album uh the film crew is, is 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 just a great addition to it for me it's really it gets to show the whole process so it, i think i'm actually looking forward to showing you the things visually with the film i'm looking forward to showing you the things that didn't work out more than i am giving you a video representation of the songs that make it on the album i think that's such a an important part of the process that rarely gets highlighted i don't see that highlighted so much I see a lot of people with with film crews and like, oh, this is so great, and we did this, and whoa, check out that song. And I think it's important to show the things that just you went in there with the best intentions and uh, the most open mind and and the greatest musicians, and they still didn't work out. You know, you have to. I think you have to throw a lot of things at the board before a few before a few of them stick, before enough of them stick to make a cohesive album. So I'm really looking forward to showing you that part of the process. Um, I've got to get something going under my fingers here while I talk that uh, that can kind of help maintain my fluidity. I'm not sure I can play something that complex while I talk and discuss the plans for the album. Um, definitely melodies like this and chord progressions kind of uh, filtering through my brain um, that I can't wait to hear you know how Tom and Nico augment that and how we can orchestrate things like this. Yeah, so there are a bunch of things like that going on in my brain that's really helping with my preparation. I'm trying to play any of those ideas I have. I'm trying to play them as much as I can without wearing them out. I'm not trying to solo over them. I'm just trying to repeat the melodies as much as I can so they are kind of as second nature as they can be you know obviously they'll they'll never be as embedded in my soul uh, as if I'd been playing them for 10 years on the road in front of live audiences but in terms of being prepared to record those ideas I definitely want them I don't want to be reading them let's put it that way 
And uh, in that sense, I've been a bit of a bad band leader because I haven't sent Tom or Nico any music yet in terms of stuff that's written down. Um, they are phenomenal readers and amazing musicians that could do all of this with uh, with their eyes closed and one arm tied behind their back. So I, I don't worry about that at all. Um, I'm just trying to get them as solidified as I can in my own head before kind of committing the the, 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 the idea to to paper and sending them over for the guys to for the guys to check out. I've been sending little videos and demos and stuff like that, which is always good. And I, I created a playlist for the band as well, a Spotify playlist of all different kinds of music, stuff I'm thinking about that's kind of heavily influencing me and movies and all kinds of things that uh, will play a large influential role in kind of the style and the sound of the music that comes out on this album. So it was important to create that kind of little private playlist for the guys say hey this is what's going through my head just to get them in kind of the same a little bit the same frame of mind and understand where i'm coming from so yeah Ooh. and i just want to be i want to be loose i want to feel like um there's nothing i can't play like if i have a musical idea I want to be able to to nail that without without think really without thinking. I guess that's the biggest thing here is like don't want to think about anything. Really needs to be kind of just stream of consciousness. Whatever I want to play, I can play. Communication's got to be wide open with the guys. Um, and what else it, 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 there's so many things kind of percolating through my head this week hopefully this is like the crazy week hopefully this is where i'm sort of doing the most thinking about it that i'm ever going to do and by the time we're there all the all the kind of the the noise is gone and all the unnecessary sort of worries are, are kind of trimmed away so we're really you know focusing on the task at hand that's kind of the plan that's why i'm kind of going a little bit over the top this week personally privately like here in, in my process when i do get to spend some time with the instrument and that will really help kind of focus in on exactly what needs to be done and making a, a really nice sort of pre-production list as well so i don't forget the things i want to do even if it's just a verbalization of a, of a musical idea that i think about while i'm in the car or while i'm taking care of my daughter or whatever it is like oh i want to do this thing like this beat or take these drums and make something with with this keyboard sound you know i'll write all that stuff down so you know, we're never sort of, I, I, even if I didn't write anything down, I'm sure it would be okay for ideas, just the three of us talking and playing music together. But I also want to have that kind of uh, safety net of, you know, I have enough ideas written down to probably make three records. So I know I have this really nice safety net that if we tried 30 ideas, I'm pretty sure we could get seven or eight of them to work really well and um, come up with a few other things to complete the record on our own. So yeah, that's where it's at. And although a lot of it is, is... I'm really going for sounds. Like, I'm working so hard with this pedal setup and really new things, to me at least, in terms of the, the stereo setup, the routing of the stereo setup, the way we record the stereo setup. Um, there are a lot of 
a uh, lot of new elements for me in terms of being a band leader going in the studio making this record so i'm working really hard on that and, and a lot of the album is sound based sound and song and kind of palette based but at the same time i i want to make sure i have my sort of linear um technique completely fluid as well because it, it doesn't matter if i'm it doesn't matter, you know, if I'm playing whatever it is I'm playing. Oh, what is that? I need the lower octave. It doesn't matter if I'm playing something super simple or something quite angular. And uh, let's see, I've been working on this ring mod stuff. Can I get dial in a sound on the fly with my toe? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not leaning down to the pedal right now. Whoops. Can I or not? Maybe or not. <laughs> oh. Mm, hello. Now let's process that. <laughs> oh boy, this is going to be fun. There's two reverbs, I don't need two. I know that may sound like kind of some noise right now. And this is, I think this is the thing I'm most excited about is to put this into the context of the band. It's always me, when I, you know, mostly with these pedals, it's always just been me playing solo and uh, farting around making sounds. And sometimes on a gig, you know, maybe with Bob Reynolds or something, I'll get to like 2% of the stuff that I work on in the studio. So now this is the chance to showcase um, a bunch of this stuff and to take something that sounds quite angular... like this and give it a musical context with the trio turn it into songs turn it into something kind of cool sounding uh, what have I got here uh, see now I need to figure out whoa <laughs> Well, first of all, I need to figure out how to keep the frickin' microphone on the stand. <laughs> oh, this is... So the microphone has completely come off the stand. This is going to be interesting. Because I might not be able to screw it back on without literally disconnecting it. Hmm, interesting. And in my whole thing of like, I don't want to edit this thing later. All right. Well, I'm going to subject you guys to. Oh, shit. This really. Wow, this really doesn't look good. I'm going to subject you guys to a little click, right? While I undo this, I'll plug it right back in. How pro is dead air on a podcast? I guess I could have just played a note while that went on to let you know I was still here. But the microphone literally fell off the stand. Awesome. Um, so I am trying to dial in. Um, 
I'm trying to dial in some of these sounds with the auto bit. That's just natural sound of the bass, but I'm filtering it a little bit. Maybe a little bit crushing as well, or, or sample rate reduction. Really have to find like it's like I guess like uh, trying to drive a, a manual car, like finding the biting point of the clutch, depending on what you're putting into the auto bit. I've also got to work on the blend. So this is it. See, this is exactly what's going on here, and hopefully this will serve as a, uh, a little reference when you do hear the record. Um, hang on a second, wife is checking in. Um, okay, looks like. Uh, Lily is going to take an earlier bedtime than normal, so I might be out of time. Um, hmm. All right, we'll give this a couple of more minutes, see what happens with that. It might be over before it started. Yeah, but hopefully this, this episode, as chaotic as it is, has been, and probably will continue until I finish it, um, will kind of serve as a little bit of a reference point if you're a real coffee drinker and care about that kind of stuff um, as to how things started and how things ended up sonically i always try and post the story as much as possible you know let you know kind of what's going on the updates and um hopefully we can turn it from this kind of janky uh mayhem on my floor here in the studio into something uh to something nice and musical um just i'm just quite just quite impressed with that line six dynamic hall reverb on its own that's nice let's get the Pladesk stuff down uh, maybe it was that that was doing the causing the distortion a little bit yeah I think it is I think it's one of the Pladesk that I have to figure out the gain structure so that's another thing I just, I'm just constantly experimenting writing little things down like okay Got to look at the at the blend on the auto bit with the with the loop pedal, and I got to look at the fabricat, the gain structure down the right hand side of the stereo chain, for instance, and then making sure I've got you know I first <laughs> for the longest time I had all mono uh, versions of my HX Stomp presets, and I was pushing it through a stereo signal and wondering why it wasn't the thickest thing I'd ever heard, and then finally I got it together and remembered, oh yeah, I got to make stereo versions. to you know to really give it the beans oops let's put that reverb on instead 
and also the parallel uh, line stuff in the in the HX stomps that like but doubles the or boosts the volume. So you you change from one thing which is a single line to another patch which is a parallel line. You get this signal boost, um, which is not uh, not particularly uh, useful when you're recording. You change patches and suddenly blow out the system. So yeah, just going in and and balancing all of those things up is hugely uh, important right now. And getting used to this BP-1, this new preamp, and probably having a fifth line, which is just a direct signal of the bass without any effects from the, from the DI of the BP-1. Yeah, it's a mess. I'm posting pictures. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see some of those. It is, uh, it, it's a mess, to say the least. Um, and I think I counted 32 pedals, stomp boxes, multi-effects, whatever. Um that I'm bringing in two Pelican cases. Um, I'm about to get to that point where um, uh, it's just like, okay, enough. Like once I get all the gain structure dialed in, that's enough futzing with the pedals. I don't want to like wear myself out um, and kind of, you know, overplay all the stuff and just be bored with my sounds by the time I get there. So I'm actually pretty keen to pack it all up this weekend um i've got some extra cables i've got to solder you know just to have some nice long spare patch cables um i've got to do like an inventory list to make sure i'm not missing some essential elements taking a little bit of film gear out there taking my drone for the camera crew uh yeah just um be nice to have it all packed up several days in advance so i didn't futz with it then i could really sort of concentrate on practicing just the instrument getting my calluses really dialed in on the on the right hand and all those elements Anyway, if you haven't fallen asleep from the monotony of my uh, of my prep work here, I um, appreciate you hanging out. Um, it looks like we're doing a little earlier bedtime than planned with Lil Lil Lil, with Lily. And uh, I'll try and sneak in another episode before I leave for Spain. What are we today? We are Friday, March 25th. I'm out of here in five days on the 30th. So maybe I can sneak one in. be awesome if I could. Um, and if not, oh, I guess I will speak to you, uh, speak to you from the studio. I'll try and leave some updates. We got like kind of like weird satellite Wi-Fi out of the studio. Apparently 12th century farmhouse comes with sort of 12th century Wi-Fi. So I'd hope to do like maybe even a podcast episode with the guys and stuff. Maybe I can still record it, but I don't think I'll be able to like be uploading files. Nor do I really want the distractions, I don't think. Really looking forward to having the film crew there in in terms of gathering content. So I really don't have to think about cameras and like offloading, you know, footage and backing things up and checking angles and audio. Really, uh, it's going to be great just to focus on playing, writing in the moment and producing and... uh, and being an artiste <laughs> sounds kind of weird to say, but yeah, just actually doing my job for once. I think that's maybe the underlying impetus for for a lot of what I'm trying to do here with the, with the presale and the new way of like not streaming stuff, not giving stuff away for free, like like people have sort of become used to. I think that's one of the main impetuses for that. Is I, I do want to get back to doing my job. You know, I want to get back to doing the thing I love and I, I think I do the, the best out of all the hats I wear. I think I wear the bass player, you know, slash whatever, musician hat the best. Uh, it's the thing I have the most fun doing. It's the thing that's most uh, joyful, most gratifying. 
and I, I re- if that is possible to get back to doing that more than all the other stuff, you know, and even, wow, even being able to hire other people to do that, like employing people, giving people jobs, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, a, that's a nice feeling, I got to tell you. Um, everyone who, uh, who was involved in, who has been involved in the pre-sale so far, that's something else I, I haven't really talked about and, and sh- should, I guess, like, you know, it's not a, uh, not a cheap venture to do something like this uh, but it's it's very worth while for me it's very fulfilling to be able to hire these these amazing musicians and, and engineers and, and crew from all over the world and and give them jobs and uh you know um that that's a that's a really huge part of it you know i i, I talked to some of the guys in james taylor's band this is it's totally random but i know, I know a few of the guys who do that gig and they were saying like how big his crew is almost like unnecessarily so um, you know, there's like a third lighting person and a, a fourth assistant tour manager and stuff when maybe two would do. But James is so uh, kind like that and, and um, knows that people need jobs and, and people are passionate about what they do and deserve a chance. I'm not saying I'm James Taylor. I'm not saying I'm some, you know, some leader of of any kind in, in that sense. I just kind of aspire to that sensibility that, that I'm told he has um, because I, I think it's, you know, I know I appreciated it when I was a young musician. And in fact, I do whenever, whatever age I am. I know I've got gigs coming up as a sideman this year, later this year, that I really appreciate in my 40s uh, to be able to do. So even more so as a young musician. And just when, you know, I've always been passionate about what I do and I always appreciated it when somebody hired me for that and actually paid me money to do something I, I was re- I, that I really believed in. So to provide that in some and it's a small way that I'm not paying these guys millions of dollars because I don't have it but in in some small way to provide that and to have some sort of ecosystem moving forward that delivers you know not only the value to the fans the satisfaction to me as an artist for 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 completing and pursuing a project like this but also for everyone involved um that that gets to they get to go to work you know and be proud of what they do and they get to go to work and do something that they're passionate about and uh that's really huge for me i don't i don't talk about that nearly enough and um hopefully that will be something that comes out in the documentary uh that'd be really good to highlight everyone else get the spotlight off me and uh you know show show everything else that's going on in the room because it's all just as important um all right on that note i gotta go help take care of my daughter and do bedtime um and uh, I'll try and catch you guys and girls, coffee drinkers, bass players, before I split for Spain. Um, the the presale is uh, still going on. It will go on until April fifth, uh, until um, until May fifteenth, until the album comes out. I added a couple of new uh, features um, to the to the tiers, to one one to the one to every tier, and then one to uh, one to one of the the I think tier four upwards, tier four and five. I added an extra bonus. Um, you can check that out at um, at yannickwasdala and um yeah very very uh motivated happy joyous like i said i've been a little scared at times but out of those woods now and uh fully committed to the cause and just can't wait to bring you uh what i what i really believe is going to be great music um you know after after next week so uh that's it catch you guys on the next one <laughs>